Well, welcome. Welcome and good afternoon. Um, welcome to today's, to today's webinar. My name is Pasquale Ferrara and I'm with Westminster Consulting, Human Capital Advisory Services. And today's webinar is Communication in the Virtual World, Maintaining Connection. The webinar today is going to focus on techniques for maintaining connectivity via the virtual media. Um, it's been a year, almost exactly a year, since many of us have been working from home using the technology that we have, either have had or technology given to us. And, and what we're going to do today is focus on four different areas of the virtual media, starting with preparedness and starting with emotional intelligence and looking at the technology that we use, as well as some tips and, and techniques to make it even more effective for us. I'm not a technology expert, nor am I a communications expert, but like many of you on the webinar today, I've had to learn a lot in the past year and come up to speed on technology and come up to speed on different aspects of communicating in a, in a much different media. Uh, and that's really what we're going to be covering today. You know, my, my colleagues and I at, at Westminster have gone through this process like everyone else and we've gathered a whole bunch of ideas and, and we ourselves have evolved into better communicators via this, this technology. So what we thought we would do is share these ideas, share these tips, share these techniques that we've gathered with you. Uh, and hopefully you can share with us as well. And if you have an opportunity to put ideas in, into the chat box or questions into the chat box, please feel free to do that. It makes it a much more interesting time we're going to spend together. We'll spend about a half hour together uh, in this webinar. So we're going to cover four specific areas. One, we're going to start with emotional intelligence basics. And I know you might be saying, gee, emotional intelligence tips and techniques on, on virtual media, how are the two connected? We'll see that you know EQ, emotional intelligence, is connected no matter what media we're using, live or virtual, and we'll talk briefly about some of those uh, aspects. We're going to talk about technical considerations, things that we need to be aware of uh, in, in getting ready for this, for this communication effort. Uh, tips and techniques on voice, on posture, on dress, on look, to make us even more effective communicators. And finally, just some general tips on using notes, taking questions, arranging for this uh, for this uh, program or any any type of virtual program. Now throughout you'll see this slide pop up. It's self-explanatory. This is an opportunity if you haven't already put a question in or asked a question in the chat box or given a, a comment. This is an opportunity to do that. And as we'll talk about later on in the presentation, it's always good to not only have time for questions, but also let the uh, viewers know, let the participants know when that time will come so that they can prepare for that and ask questions. It's always a good idea not to leave to the very end an opportunity for questions. Sometimes people need to leave early, sometimes people lose interest. Uh, it's a good, good um, technique to use breaks during a presentation or during any kind of meeting. So let's jump right into it. 
So emotional intelligence basics for maintaining effective screen presence. So you've heard about emotional intelligence, you've heard about EQ, uh, and it's become you know, sort of a topic of all presentations, all learning programs uh, in the past few years. And, it, and it's a critical aspect of communicating, of staying in touch, of connecting. And you know, what exactly is EQ? What exactly is this emotional intelligence thing? Well, briefly, it, it, it's asking us to raise our self-awareness and to regulate our own emotions prior to any communication effort, whether it's live, whether you're doing a presentation in, in an with an audience in, in a conference room, or whether you're leading a team, or whether you're participating in a team meeting, it's important to be able to monitor our own emotions, self-regulate our own emotions in order to be effective and, and to express empathy. And we'll talk about that uh, in the next few slides. Establishing credibility in a communication effort like this or like any time that you're speaking with someone is, is key to, to your presence, to presentation. Um, and, and also understand, and, and I'm sure you've heard this before, you're always being evaluated. Whether it's one-on-one -on -one in, in a conference room, in a team meeting, virtually, you're always being evaluated. People are looking at how you look. People are looking at how you use the media if you're using this type of uh, a medium in, in your communication. So that evaluation process is go always going on. You're key to that evaluation process and you can control what people see and how people feel. So what we're going to talk today about in this presentation are tips, techniques, tricks, if you will, um, whether you're leading a team, so whether you're the team leader, the CEO of the organization, wh whatever your role is, whether you're just communicating one-on-one -on -one with a colleague or with your boss, or whether you're making a presentation as I'm doing today. The, the same applies in all instances with a few changes here and there, but, uh, which we'll highlight. But basically, whatever we're talking about can apply in each of those situations. So if you're the leader of a team, these are some great tips and, and techniques for you to be aware of. If you're participating, you're just one of seven, 10, 15 people on a call or on a Zoom, and I'll use Zoom generically, then yes, you know, you also have a responsibility, uh, communication effort there, or whether you're making a, a formal presentation as I am doing today. Remember, and the other thing, and I heard this just recently, I thought I'd add it to this slide. I don't know if it's apropos to this slide, but remember, you're not working from home, but you're at home working. A year ago, it was, well, we thought we would do this for a few weeks a month, and you know, we'd, we'd have a break from the office, but now we're a year into it. And for many of us, this is it. You know, This is how we're going to work going forward, or at least for the majority of the time. So we're not working from home anymore. We're at home working. And working from home is, is maybe a, an idea, an old idea. Now it's how do we work from the office? How do we actually bring ourselves into an office anymore? That's just something to keep in mind. So when I started putting this presentation together, I said, yeah, I wonder which group has had the biggest challenge with respect to this medium and really a whole 180 degree change. And I said, you know, it's teachers. Teachers have had the hardest time, or at least we've read about teachers having the hardest time in this virtual environment. So I went online to look at a few teaching sites, and I, and I came upon one, and I've heard, um, uh, you know, I've read their stuff and their, their information before, NASPA. And NASPA is a foundation 
that advises um, committees and, and teaching groups. And I thought that this was a very nice summary of emotional intelligence, things to be aware of as you consider your EQ. Right? And, and let's take a look at them. So first, reflect on your own emotions. Self-awareness is one of the key emotional intelligence aspects. So self-awareness and self-regulation are very much associated. How you're feeling, what your emotions are, what you're going through. Before you click on that ready button, whether it's Zoom or WebEx or, or team meetings, before you're ready, make sure you're ready right? Regulate yourself, deal with your emotions, understand your needs. That's going to project on a screen. Unlike in an audience or unlike in, in a conference room where you might be able to fake it, you can't fake it in this medium. People see you up real closely. So make sure that you can regulate and understand how you are feeling and what you're doing before you click, okay, I'm ready. Remember your purpose. If you're a leader, of the group, you have a different responsibility to inspire and to generate activity, generate um, input. If you're a participant, if you're a teammate, you have a responsibility to contribute. If I've heard anything over the past year, it's presentations, group meetings, team meetings, people just drop out. Um, and, 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 and there's a responsibility on everyone's part to continue to contribute. That's a, an important aspect of emotional intelligence. Feel the feelings of others, be empathetic, especially if you are the leader or the presenter. Be aware of what, other, what you're seeing on the screen, what you're viewing on the screen, the information that's coming back to you, the feedback, that's empathy. Being aware not only of what's going on, but actually feeling what's going on. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in the next slide. And finally, be a good colleague. Another aspect of emotional intelligence is maintaining your social skills. So how do I uh, remain connected? There's been a lot of Zoom fatigue. There's been, I've heard a lot of people say, if I have to go to another Friday afternoon um, get together or, or cocktail hour or whatever it is when you get together. And, and I can understand that and I can certainly empathize with the, with the fatigue. Uh, however, it's important to remain contacted, connected. That's an important aspect of emotional intelligence, both in this medium and, and in, in, in a, a live medium. So be aware, be self-aware, regulate, understand the purpose, uh, be empathetic, and stay connected. The five key ingredients of emotional intelligence and using this medium gives it an additional degree of difficulty because we're dealing with technology that we perhaps are not used to. So any thoughts, any experiences, any questions, now's the time if you want to put them into the chat box. I'll give us a minute and I'll just sit and see. Okay. All right. Let's move on. Let's take a look at technical considerations. So a year ago, many of us, myself, uh, I'll speak about, I'll speak about myself. We were thrust into this technology environment that we, for the most part, weren't, at least I was not comfortable with. Um, I'm used to, over a very long career, dealing with people one-on-one, -on -one, dealing with groups one-on-one, -on -one, 
yes, using Skype or Zoom or other media, uh, which was sort of a novelty. But it's no longer a novelty. Now it's a necessity. It's a really a way of doing business. So many of us were thrust into the situation of dealing with technology, and we didn't have our tech department right next door or on another floor. We were sitting at home because we had to sit at home, and we were working with technology, which perhaps wasn't as advanced as necessary in this medium. So we're going to talk about the devices we use. We're going to talk about the camera angles. We're going to talk about how to sit, how to light, how to use backgrounds to the most efficiency in this medium. We're going to start with the devices. So for some, their employers gave them devices. So the devices were, for the most part, pretty advanced or at least um, uh, modern. Uh, for many, they were dealing with, with uh, devices that were kind of dated, didn't have the power. I was on a call yesterday where someone didn't put on their didn't put on their uh, video, and, and when I asked them why, they said, well, because there are four of us working in here today in my home, and one of us is watching Netflix. So the streaming power, I guess their router or their Wi-Fi wasn't powerful enough to allow him to put on his video. Now, I don't know if he was telling me the truth, but I could under certainly understand that. So be sure that the technology you're using is powerful enough, um, is up to date. Make sure you're sitting somewhere close to your router. Um, homes are large and walls sometimes interfere in the, in the Wi-Fi process. Again, I'm not a technology expert, but I know walls sometimes have a, have a, a bad effect on, on Wi-Fi. So know, know where you're sitting when you're ready to do a presentation or be part of a group. If you need to upgrade your Wi-Fi, upgrade your Wi-Fi, get a stronger, get a stronger router. Um, if you need quality speakers or microphones or headsets or even cameras, now's the time to do that because you're probably going to be working from home to some degree into the near and probably the distant future. So it's good to be ready uh, for that because this is it. This is the new reality. Camera angles. You know, when we first went into lockdown, it was cute to have, you know, someone lying in bed and the camera angle, you know, staring up their nose or, you know, whatever. Um, but now it's business, right? It's business as usual, and we need to be aware of what we look like on the screen. So be sure your camera is at eye level but to the most, um, to the best of your ability. It's not difficult to, to do that. If you have a laptop, just stack books underneath it. You know, if you were to see what my laptop is sitting on right now, it wouldn't be that attractive, but it gets the job done and it keeps that camera level uh, with my eye, keeps my eye level with the camera. Uh, locate the camera on your screen. You know, if you're using a laptop, probably it's right there at the top in the center. If you're using an iPad, it might be someplace else. If you're using a phone, it's, it's in a completely different spot. So know where the camera is and look into the camera. Uh, no unflattering angles. You know, you, you don't want people looking up your notes, right? That's not flattering to you. And if you're, especially if you're the presenter, maintain eye contact. We'll talk a little bit later about eye contact. You know, eye contact is always important, um, but even more so virtually. And we'll talk about that in a second. Seating. So when you're, when you're on a Zoom call, any kind of uh, virtual media, it's, it's always best to sit. And by, by that, I mean slouching, lying on the couch, lying in bed, wherever it is that you feel comfortable. 
again, it's it's nice, um, but it's not very professional for the most part. So so make sure that you find yourself um, a comfortable hardback chair, uh, sit, face the camera. Remember that people are looking at you from your torso up, so it's not that important that you're fully dressed. Although if you feel comfortable being fully dressed, then you should, if that puts you in the right frame of mind. But remember that people are looking at you from about mid-chest up. So make sure that that is the most appropriate dress that you have for that particular call. Um, and your image should fill the screen. You are the star of the show, whether it's a presentation or whether it's a one-on-one -on -one with a colleague or your boss or, or someone who's reporting to you, or whether you're just part of a team meeting. When the camera's on you, you are the show. Okay, so make sure you look the part. Lighting, natural lighting is best. Um, the problem with natural lighting is, well, we revolve around the sun. And, and during the day, what's natural at 12 noon is not natural at three o'clock in the afternoon. So natural lighting is great, but you're not always going to have natural lighting. So you can consider doing mimicking natural lighting the best you can, um, buying a ring light. Ring lights are not very expensive. They sit on the back of your laptop or your desktop and they mimic natural light. A ring light basically is a makeup light, the type of, the type of lighting you'll find around a makeup mirror that gives you very flattering, comfortable, soft lighting. And you can use it anywhere in the house, right? In, in any room. And you never have to worry about where the sun is and whether it's cloudy that day. Uh, or you can just place a standing light behind your laptop. Um, just be just be conscious of the fact that sometimes, especially if you wear glasses, you don't want to have a reflection coming off of off your glasses. It could be distracting to someone who's speaking with you at the other end of, of your of your laptop. Background. All right, let's finish with background. So many people have used many different backgrounds uh, in the process of getting comfortable working from home. Some of them are very cute, some of them are very nice but some of them are very inappropriate. Um, backgrounds should be appropriate. If, you, if you're having a team meeting or if you're the CEO or the CFO or you're, you're doing a presentation as I'm doing today, maybe a beach scene is not the most appropriate background. So think about that, you know, think about the background you're using. Remember, backgrounds should not take away from you. It's you are the star of the show, not the background, and you don't want people to be distracted. If you're going to use a custom background, you might want to consider using a green screen, very inexpensive to purchase, and they do present a sharper image for you. Time to break, thoughts, questions, throw them in the chat box if you have, I'll, I'll wait a little, a little, take a little breather. Again, if you have, I, I do see a chat popping up, ah, there we go. Okay, so what do you do if you have backlighting? So that, that's a question. So what I've noticed a lot, what I've noticed a lot is if you're on a call, people don't realize sometimes that they have backlighting. You know, there's, a, there's, a, a, there's either a door or, or a window behind them and it can be very distracting. You know, my suggestion to that is spend a minute before you go on, put your camera on, see what you look like. You know, um, if, if you're going to be on a screen, 
you don't want to be a specter on the screen. You want people to be able to see your face, right? Just turn turn the laptop if you can. I mean, sometimes with a desktop, it's not possible. Position your laptop so that you have that light flowing into your face, not in your back, because it just is distracting. All right, let's move forward. So tips and techniques, posture, voice, look, and dress. Let's start with posture. So as in a, a live presentation or a live uh, meeting, posture says a lot about your presence. You know, sit in this particular uh, medium. It's important to stay seated. Uh, sit with your feet flat on the ground. Uh, you'd be surprised how that can that can balance you. Lean in. It shows empathy. It shows connect connectivity. It shows interest. Um, it'll also help you stay interested and connected. Um, use your upper torso, that is the, the part that people can see on the screen, to express emotions. You know, try not to use your hands. I mean, I, I have a difficulty with that. I like to use my hands a lot. So I end up sitting on them a lot on these calls, on these, on the in this media. Uh, so think about think about using your upper body to express emotions, to express importance. Lean in, show that connectivity. Voice, as in any situation, what you say and how you say it is going to project your feelings. It's going to project your emotional intelligence. Create the sound of uh, of, of empathy. And I put a note here, you know, sympathy and empathy are often used interchangeably, but just, just be aware, sympathy is saying the right thing, empathy is feeling the right thing. So express, especially in this medium where you don't have the opportunity to look at a person directly in the eye or sit in a room with a person or people, express it, feel it, try to get their emotion of the individuals as well. Don't ignore the feedback you're getting because it's very powerful uh, and use that feedback to, to connect. Use inclusive language. Um, this is not, you know, the, the, the Queen of England giving a, giving a presentation to her subjects. Uh, this is, this is a, a, an inclusive conversation you're having with your team or with your company or with your boss or with someone who reports to you. Use inclusive language. I, me we, us, use a person's name if you know the person's name. Make it a conversation, not an oration. And where appropriate, use a person's name. Uh, if, if you know the name of the participants, just, just be aware of not calling people out in Zoom meetings in this type of media. You, you don't want to embarrass people. What works in a room with six or seven people doesn't necessarily work in a virtual conversation, and it can often be embarrassing. So try not to, obviously try not to embarrass people in that process. Maintain eye contact. Now, maintaining eye contact is difficult in any situation, and sometimes it can be very distracting. It's very difficult in a virtual meeting to maintain eye contact, because sometimes you don't know where to look on the screen. So rule of thumb, if it's one-on-one, -on -one, if it's you're talking with a, a colleague or you're talking with any individual one-on-one, -on -one, try to maintain eye contact the best you can. It can be very distracting because your person's face is on the screen and you wanna look at the person's face, but when you look at the person's face, the eye contact goes away. So your eyes can wander. So try practice looking at that spot 
that um, it's at your eye level and that's either the camera lens itself or somewhere just to the left or right of the camera lens. It takes a little while to get that perfect so that you're maintaining that eye contact. If you're in a group setting where you have all these tiles with different faces, you have a lot more um, ability to just scan the screen, look at people. You know, at that point, it's not as distracting because people aren't looking necessarily directly in your face. So one-on-one, -on -one, stare into the lens, not the person's image. Group setting, feel free to look from face to face. And remember when all else fails, smile. Smiling always works. Dressing, appropriate dress for appropriate occasions. If you're giving a presentation, dress the part. For men, collared shirt, jacket. For women, a jacket, a blouse. If you are going to impress people and use emotional intelligence to drive a conversation, to drive a meeting, look the part. If it's a one-on-one -on -one conversation, if it's a team meeting that you have you know, every day or two or three times a week, perhaps it's not as critical. But I think I'd go and, and, and look at it in a different way Dressing with the sweatshirt, dressing with in, in the pajama top, it's probably not very professional. Uh, and maybe again, what was appropriate or cute a year ago is now not so much. So we wanna look professional, we wanna look like we're leading if we're leaders, and we wanna look like we're participating if we're participants and teammates. So dress the part and use your camera. Um, I know sometimes we get overwhelmed with, with these video calls. But if you were at work, you'd be looking at people face-to-face -face as well. So make sure you use your camera as much as you can. Some other tips on, on the types of colors to use that project best on a screen. And again, remember that you're dressing from the torso up. So it's not that critical to have the best looking shoes um, unless you feel comfortable wearing shoes when you're doing a Zoom presentation. Thoughts, questions? All right, so let's move on to the final two slides, um, using notes. So if you have notes and you need to use notes during a presentation, you can place them right on your, on your laptop if you want. Uh, you can't see my laptop. You probably can't even see my hand as I move it across the screen. Um, you want to use notes if you need notes, just as if you were sitting in a meeting. What you want to try and avoid though, is reading off of your notes, right? Because once you lose eye contact with your speakers, with your audience, uh, participants, um, people will have a tendency to, to fade away. Uh, people will lose interest as well. Right? No different than if you were sitting face-to-face -face with a person. If you're going to use notes, try to use notes in the following manner. Look down, gather the information you need, look up, take a, take a break, a breath, and then proceed. It's a very professional way to present using notes. Try not to read off a screen from another or multiple screens. Many times people have multiple screens. Every time you look away, you cause a distraction and you don't want to distract your audience. And finally, questions, taking questions. Um, always leave time for questions. Build the time in as I did in the presentation today. So that, so that participants feel comfortable that there will be a time for questions, but always leave time. Don't be afraid of dead air. You have to wait a minute for questions. Sometimes it takes people a while to 
to click on unmute. Sometimes it takes people a while to get the courage to, to ask a question or participate. Give it a minute or 30 seconds, whatever is comfortable for you to, to give people the chance to ask the questions or throw a question into the chat box. Always leave time for that. That is, is a very important signal when it comes to inclusivity. So any thoughts, final thoughts, questions, observations, tips and tricks you can leave us with so that we can share with others on other calls? Please type them into the chat box, which I'm looking over. That's why my eyes are wandering. Well, I, there don't seem to be any. I want to thank you again. Again, my name is Pasquale Ferrara, and I'm with Westminster Consulting, uh, Human Capital Advisory Services. My email address is here on the screen. We are going to share this presentation with you as participants. Uh, I thank you for participating today. Hopefully this was information that maybe you've heard before, but it was a reminder, sort of a, a brushing up on, on some things that you've heard before and, and now you are going to implement. Um, if there was anything new, terrific. Hopefully you'll be able to implement that to your, to your benefit. Remember, stay connected. Um, this is the new way of working and let's make the best of it. So thank you again, have a great rest of your day. And if you have any questions, please feel free to send them to this uh, address here on the screen. Thank you, bye now.